1: Hey, Dave, I uh, just wanted to see if you're planning to play the starters this week.
2: it's um, a good question. Yeah.
1: No, i would just so sorry. I'd uh, say,
0: I'll, say,
2: I'll say this. We'll do what's best for the team.
0: There you go. go um, I'm not expecting much on this either, but Adori, Aziz, and Leo, I mean, you expecting them to practice uh, when Wednesday rolls around? Like, where are they at?
2: I'm expecting them to do stuff at practice. Yep. Okay. How much? Uh, how much? You know a couple more days here but I'm expecting to do something um each of them
0: okay and then last one uh Jared Davis obviously you got a long look at him uh yeah. last night what
2: you saw and is is he a guy who could show enough yesterday to you know get a role uh you know in the playoffs yeah I thought he I thought he played well um for only being here a short time understood what we asked him to do um, I thought he made a lot of good plays out there so uh yeah we'll we'll you know continue to put him in there and, and see how he develops for us. But I thought he did a good job for us. Thanks. Yep.
1: Kim Jones. Hey, Dave, how are you?
2: Good, Kim, how are you?
1: I'm great, thank you. Um, I, I was wondering about your receiver core, um, the three main guys, uh, and then I would, I guess I would include Belliger in that, whether you would or not, you know, we could discuss maybe. But um, – how has that group been good enough uh, to really not hold your offense back? And, and it seems from a distance to really grow during this season.
2: Well, I'd say they're smart, tough, and dependable. Um, they know what we expect out of them. Uh, they don't really make a lot of mental errors, they know exactly what to do. Um, they've made plays when the balls come their way. I think the quarterback has a lot of trust. In them, he can – it's a good feel for their body language and how they run routes, and I think they do a good job of, of working on that with him. So and, – and I'm including Daniel, you know, even though he had that, you know, span where he got hit in the eye and uh, was off some. But dependable group that works really hard and, you know, selfless, which is important. Um, you know, they don't really care how many they get, you know, um, just as long as they're, they're helping contribute to our success.
1: Is there any chance Kenny, after yesterday, finally that touchdown, can work himself back into that group in the playoffs?
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, We'll see. We'll go out there and, you know, Kenny's worked hard since he's been here. Um, Those three guys have done a good job for us. So, again, every week's a different different plan, a different way we want to do things. So, um, I think everything's on the table. Thank you.
1: Yep. Paul Schwartz. Hey Brian. Hey Paul. Hey. Um, A
0: couple of things. I'm um, uh, asking about you a little bit here. Um, um, do you, how do you think that your playoff experience, not as a head coach, but you know, it, for many different teams in the league, um, you know, many different years, um, will help you prepare your team this week?
2: Well, I think everybody just has a job to do. It's the same as week one, as it is week five, as it is the end of the year. Um, obviously. You know, the stakes are a little different. If you lose a game, you go home. So, again, every year is different. Every year that I've been privileged to be part of the playoffs um, has been different. Uh, A lot of different circumstances, different games, how many you played. Uh, And what I've learned, Paul, is none of that really matters. (laughs) What matters is how you go and and play the game um, on Sunday. So our preparation, our consistent way we do things, that's all going to be important to us in terms of the process and then ultimately going out there and executing and um, you know, again, I've been part of a lot of them, but they're all different. So, uh, you know, the losses really hurt. Uh, they probably hurt more than the happiness of the wins in the playoffs. But in terms of my overall experience, I'd say I have <clears throat> a lot of coaches on our staff that have some too, but, you know, I talked to those guys already. It's, you know, it's what we do this week. I think everybody understands that it's what we do this week and ultimately how we go out there and, and play in the game. Um, because what wins in week one wins in the playoffs, and what loses in and week well, one loses in the playoffs.
0: Well, uh, one more quick one is: sure. um, Do you think um, you know your career has gone, you know, ascended to where you want it to be as far as being a head coach? But it wasn't a straight line. You know what I mean? You know, as opposed to maybe some other guys who got it quick. Um, do you think some of your failures or failed, you know, maybe not your failures, but you know, ups and downs have helped you become the head coach that was ready for this right now?
2: Well, I'm just saying, general failures help. Uh, they don't help when you're in the middle of them, but you certainly learn a lot <clears throat> from things that you know, didn't go as well. Um, you know, I certainly have, um, and I've had I've had plenty of them, and I know I'll have plenty more. But um, you learn a lot from from the failures, absolutely. Thank you. Yep.
0: Uh, describe what your rookies have contributed to this team, and they don't have playoff experience, obviously. Uh, but can those kind of guys—the one the always comes to mind to me—is Malcolm Butler? Uh, can those kind of guys make a real difference in these kind of games?
2: Well, I think anybody can make a difference. It's how you play and how you prepare, and that's what I've learned. Any, you know, there's any, so many things that happen in a game, and. Um, you know, there's far fewer games now. Um, there's really one. That's all you're guaranteed. Everybody's only guaranteed one of the teams that that made this tournament. Um, and everybody needs to contribute, Bob. I, I can't tell you who it's going to be or not going to be. A rookie, a 10-year veteran, a four-year guy. Um, you know, every you got about, you know, call it 65, 70 plays on both sides of the ball. And then in the kicking game, you know, you've you got to have your best stuff and you've got to play your best.
0: And how, to go back to the original question, how have you felt about this this rookie class and where they're at right now in terms of being able to contribute to any, in games like this?
2: Yeah, the guys that have been, I don't, you know, they're really not rookies. Um, it's almost like they've been through two college seasons with the preseason, too. So um, they're a big part of what we do. I think they've improved just like a lot of the players have improved, and um, we're going to need everybody. Thank you. You got it.
1: Patty Trina. Hey, Coach,
2: how are you? Good, Patty, how are you?
1: I'm good, thank you.
0: Coach, with the playoffs, obviously – Patty, you call me
2: Dabes. That's okay. Oh,
0: okay, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um – Obviously, with the playoffs, it's it's you're in a situation where it's going to be one and done, and the pressure is going to be cranked up. I'm just wondering how are you going to approach talking to the team, especially those who have never been in the playoffs before, so that they stay kind of loose and not get you know so uptight to where maybe they make mistakes down the line.
2: Yeah, I just think we we really believe in our process, Patty, and, and being consistent, uh, whether that's a preseason game. Um, you know, a game you have to win to get into the playoffs, a division game. Uh, I think that, you know, throughout the season you go through um, a lot of different things. To Paul's questions, you go through some failures, you go through some successes, you go through some tough games on the road when everybody's against you, you go through some some big games, whether that's a a, a night game on a Sunday night, you know, against a division opponent or Thanksgiving. You, you know, you've, you've went through these experiences and each week you learn and uh, you might not learn for that necessary next game, but I think those collective experiences, um, you know, you lean on those. But in terms of our preparation for our players, for our coaches, it'll be – it's a boring word, but it'll be consistent. Um, you know, we believe in, in what we do. We believe in how we do it. And then we have to go out there and, you know, execute and, and call a good game and make good decisions. And, you know, again, what, what wins in week one wins in the playoffs. Um, and that's the truth.
0: And then one more, if I may, um, you just saw the Vikings a couple of weeks ago. How do you balance, you know, changing things up, you know, determining what to change up? Do you just focus on, you know, what you need to correct? I mean, how do, how do you kind of approach yeah. it from a perspective?
2: I'd say the same, the same way we did against Washington. You know, we, you know, had a, two games with them in a matter of three weeks, I think, um, you know, I know Minnesota's certainly looking at our game. We're looking at our game. There's only so much tape to watch. There's only a couple of games after our game. So, um, you know, you, you start with, you know, what you think, just like any other game, what you think will, will be successful for you and um, you know, try to eliminate some of the things they do really well, which it's, there's a lot of them. So we'll have our work cut out for us, but our preparation of, of how we go about game planning, practicing, all those things will be you know, very consistent for our players. Um, that's what I think you need to do um, this time of year. I think everybody understands the stakes of these games. Um, the process is really more important to me.
1: Thank you, Dave. You
2: got it. There you go.
1: Art Stapleton.
0: Hey, Dave. What's going hey, on? How you doing, bud? Good. Good. Um, a little bit more on on Jared Davis but also what you guys are doing at Inside Linebacker. I mean, a lot of mixing and matching kind of looking for the right fits, the right matchups. How much of that is possible because you have Xavier, obviously, in the beginning of the season and then Julian taking over and being that signal caller on the back end. So traditionally, you know, you'd see the linebacker having to come in and having to handle all those responsibilities, but you don't have that. Right? Um, Does that help Kind of try to accelerate the curve for some of these guys, and Jared in particular. Yeah,
2: no, that's a good question. Um, never thought about it like that. You know, the the green dot is really just communicating a call from Wink to the rest of the defense. You know, I, I would just say that you know the guys, the guys that we have brought in, whether that's be Jalen, Jared, Davis, or LC, who's played some. I mean, they're they were all pretty productive players uh, at one point in their career. Um, whether it be high draft pick, productive in the league, I think they're all good players. Um, and obviously, McFadden, we draft it. So, uh, Eggs does a good job with all those guys. Obviously, linebacker, you've got a lot to learn. Um, but, you know, we've, we've caught them up to speed the best we can. Um, in terms of the green dot, not the green dot, I don't, I don't know. You'd have to probably ask them how they feel about it. I understand the question. But, um, you know, I think they've done a good job of acclimating themselves to what we do. And Davis did a really good job yesterday. Thanks. Yep.
1: Ian O'Connor.
0: Hey, Brian. uh, After the Galladay touchdown, the camera showed you go right over to him, sit down next to him, put your arm around him. I'm just wondering if, and obviously the cameras caught you with the different interactions with players on the sidelines this year, but is showing humanity an important part of your coaching approach, particularly with a player
2: who has struggled for for most of his time in New York. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, getting to know the guys. I have a wide wide variety of emotions. I think I show. Um, you know, this one was more. I just you know was proud of the young man. He made a great play. I asked him if he thought we'd have cheesesteaks after the. Uh, you know, we got out in the buses, but no. Um, yeah, no, I think you know, I respect all of our players. Every player has a different journey. Every player goes through different things. And, um, you know, he's certainly a guy that I respect a lot.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save fifty dollars on select battery tool sets. Real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, twenty four. See participating retailer for details.
1: Jordan, Renan. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jordan. Uh, what do you
0: make of? Your team's—I mean, for the most part—lack of uh, playoff experience.
2: Not much. You know, you just got to go play a game, get ready for a game, and you know, play and coach well.
0: You don't think it, it matters at all? If we get what players do or don't have it. Like, can it, can it work yeah. as a benefit because they're sort of naive to what it is? Or um, do you think it's I like don't. a, a talking? It might take a few minutes for them to realize what they're in.
2: I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I, I've been in so many different situations. You know, I, you know, the first year that I was part of a Super Bowl, um, the quarterback didn't have any playoff experience there um, at New England. Some of the guys did, some didn't. Um, you know, we had some experience at Buffalo. We, you know, lost. You know, I think it's really, really what you make out of it, Jordan, is the experience probably is overrated. To be honest with you. Um, it's how you prepare, how you practice, and ultimately how you play the game and coach the game on whatever day it is. Um, you know, I've, <clears throat> I've been around a lot of different teams that had varying levels of experience. Some a lot, some a little, some, you know, not much. I know someone mentioned Malcolm Butler. You know, I think really what matters is taking advantage of your opportunities when they come um, and playing a good football game and coaching a good football game. Um, so, uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but I, I really think it's an overrated. It's an overrated thing. Um, Re-
0: real quick, then, how important is this? Do you view this uh, experience in general for what you're trying to build here, or do you just, or do not see it as a big building block?
2: No, no, I didn't even thought about it. You know, we're we're in the midst of our most important week of the season, just starting out, um, and. Really don't think about it at all, to be honest with you. I just think it's—I think you'd make more out of it than it really is. Experience, not experience. I mean, the most important thing is playing and coaching well.
0: The reason I ask is kind of Buffalo did the same thing, right? When Sean got there and when Brandon got there, the first year they kind of made the playoffs, and it seems to be like, all right, that set the tone for what they were trying to build there.
2: Well, yeah, you always look – your goal isn't to come out every season and be uh, lousy. It's to improve and keep competing and win as many football games as you can. You know, Our foundation is, is built on our consistency, our approach, our work ethic, uh, how we do things on and off the field, all those type of things. And again, you know, like I say every week, I can live with the, with the results. I don't like them. I can live with them if we're doing the right stuff. Uh, and I think we have a bunch of people in our building that try to do the right things on and off the field uh, in every department. So I think the focus has to be where it's always at. It's this particular week. We are, we're guaranteed one more week, that's it. So everything you got to do the right thing off the field, everything you got to do the right thing in the building, everything you got for practice, everything you got for meetings, uh, prepare as hard as you can prepare, and you know, feel confident going into a game, and then go play and coach. Um, and that's that's what it is to me.
1: We'll take three more. Ryan Dunleavy.
2: Hey, Dave, how are you? Good, Ryan. How are you? Good. Uh,
1: two for you. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, he, uh, Dave, uh, Wink called him the centerpiece of his defense. But when you talk to team builders around the NFL, they always say like corners and edge rushers are the most important pieces. How do you feel about can a, de- can a defensive tackle be that kind of centerpiece in today's NFL? And do you feel like he's been, you know, as valuable as anybody you've had?
2: Yeah, I think Dexter's been a really good team leader for us. He's been a good player for us. Um, you know, I think different people build their teams different ways. You know, I think it's important to, to be strong up the middle. Um, you know, Dexter's had a good season for us. I'm glad he's on our football team. Um, you know, Leo's getting back, you know, healthier. So I think that those two guys have done a good job. And then I think Dre has developed some of these guys behind him. So obviously, you want to be strong down the middle, <clears throat> whether that's, you know, your guard and centers, um, your defensive tackles. But you, you know, Ryan, it's such a team game. You know, you have to, everybody's got to play well. Um, and your best players have to play the best uh, when it counts the most
1: and then could you just talk what's the player schedule are they not in the building today will they be tomorrow and I'll be totally transparent daves so i'm asking because yeah. the last play, the last playoff game here a bunch of players went on a trip that was highly publicized uh, during their off day do you, do they have any room to go anywhere or are they pretty much kept here the next two days
2: no so they have treatment today uh, the guys and most most of the guys come in and and get a workout or some treatment or take care of their their bodies. Uh, Tomorrow will be a normal Tuesday uh, for them, which will be the players' day off. And, you know, Wednesday will start up. And Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, since we're playing on Sunday, will be a normal week for us, Um, very consistent with how we've done things um, throughout the year. So I gave them today to get their bodies right, Um, Treatments, things like that, not knowing when exactly we would play right after the game, Um, and then come in ready to go. But there's been a lot of guys in here. Thank you. Yep.
1: Tina Servacio. Hi, Coach. I apologize if you were asked this way, way early. I had some audio problems initially. But um, I saw last night how Saquon said right after the Minnesota loss, he wanted a rematch with the Vikings. You guys get that. So what were your initial thoughts, just knowing that you now have the opportunity to play Minnesota again, and obviously with the higher stakes? Uh,
2: next team on the list, you know, when you, when you get to this uh, time of year, you, know, you don't really focus on brackets or, you know, you knew going into the game yesterday, it could be one of two teams. Both teams are um, very good with very good records. Uh, one we, we have played and familiar with, um, much like I said earlier, kind of the Washington three-week kind of deal there where we played Washington, another team, and then Washington again. But, um, you know, it's a, a great environment up there, uh, really good team, good coaching staff, competitive, uh, won a lot of football games. So, you know, we got a lot of work to do. Thank you. You got it.
1: Last one here, Tom Canavan. Hey, Brian, how you doing?
2: Good, Tom, how are you?
1: Good. Um, This is the first one's a really quick one. Having experienced the atmosphere in Minnesota, do you have to pump up the the noise this week or is it, you know, we know what it's going to be like?
2: No, we pump it up every time we plan a road. And that's certainly, you know, one of the best venues we've played in. Um, Loud, their fans are great. So uh, certainly have to practice that.
1: Okay. And final one is the non-Giants question. I mean, Did you watch the opening
0: kickoff in Buffalo, and what was it like in your mind?
2: Um, I did see it, um, and it was an electric atmosphere, and it was a very surreal moment, yeah.